0: Boy, look at our tennis squad. We just got on a pitch and we say, Off, I used to just want to get top four, but we're up now when I want to know more. If we quit now, it was all for nothing. It talk big, but we call them bluffing. We can call no more discussion. This
1: season's all or nothing. Bukayo, that's our boy. I Good told you that's evening, ladies boy. and gentlemen from the UK. It's RC Lens to Arsenal 1. We have just lost. We are literally watching the players walk off the field, and we've lost our first game of the season. Arsenal took the lead about halfway or like quarter of a way through the first half. we pegged back in the first half by a mistake by David Raya. And in the second half, uh Lenz well-worked team goal, got them the winner. And um, one word to sum up that performance, flat. But this My name is Paul, this is the Canon Club, and I'm here with my co-host, as usual, as per Mex. Mex, how are you feeling, bro?
0: I didn't think I'll be watching Arsenal lose today, that's for sure. Um, I knew this was going to be a sticky match. Before the match, they were saying all the usual, um, you know, doing the pre-game hype and telling us that Arsenal have a great record in France. Over the years in Europe, Arsenal have only lost once in France um and um that rc lens when we last played them we drew um we drew in france and then we lost in Wembley. so we've got previous of this club knew they were going to be up for it and um i don't know like the boys just didn't rise to the occasion they knew it was going to be a cauldron um funny enough before they scored what's turned out to be the winner i was actually Saying to myself, I'm happy the boys get this experience of playing okay. under such pressure, aggressive um, away crowd, because mm. in Europe you're gonna see a lot of this. Um, Ray was just saying in our group chat, Sevilla is gonna be a madness. <laughs> like when we play Sevilla away, it's gonna be a madness. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. The guys haven't given a good account of themselves today.
1: Oh man! Well, as usual, before we get into it, guys, it's Cannon Cub Live on all your streaming platforms: Spotify, Apple, Google, Facebook, wherever you want. You can find us there. Make sure you catch us on YouTube as well, Cannon Cub Live for more um, digestible chunks. I'm I, I, my head's hot, bro. I just like I'm just ah. Uh, where do we even start? Right, we'll where we pray. always start? Line up. So I've got the lineup here. I'm just going to quickly fly through it. Ryder in goal, Tomiyasu, Saliba, Gabriel Zinchenko, Rice, Erdegard Havertz, Saka, Trossard and Jesus. First thoughts on seeing that, my bro?
0: Happy that Ben White um, got a rest. Um, not because he needs it. He's an engine, but because it's deserved. Um, mm. And, you know, comfortable with Tomiyasu coming in. Um, experienced player. Um, happy to see somewhat of the the striking option of Gabriel Jesus down the middle, Trossard on the left. I didn't mind that at all. It was Saka starting that pissed me off. And like I said in our group, um, Arteta wants to kill him. Arteta wants to kill this guy. Like he doesn't, he doesn't, he needs to, I understand he's the best player. You know, we'll obviously talk about his contribution to, to our goal today, but We have to rest this guy. He's what, 21, 22. Like, this is how this country killed Michael Owen. I've said this. (laughs) Yeah. And we're we're literally about to watch this again with Saka, if care ain't taken. And Saka in a starting lineup, I can't, I I mean, now we can see that his efforts, despite him producing an assist, is in vain. Mm. And potentially now, we don't know if we're going to have him for already what is the biggest game of our season on Sunday against Manchester City. Um, you got to play your best players. Lons were clearly deserving of that. I hear that. But this was one that we could have just said, you know what, there's bigger fish to fry this weekend. Um, like I was saying in our last pod, we can't be relying on Wolves and all these other ibby dibby teams to take team take points off Man City. We've we're yeah. gonna have to grow up and grow a set and do it ourselves at some point. Yeah. Um okay. and we've just potentially dented our chances of doing that on Sunday. So um yeah, it's that Saka Saka being in that lineup was what really just didn't get me in the the mood for this match.
1: Yeah. I can't lie. When when I saw his name there um, on our previous uh, pod, I kind of spoke about. I didn't mind him being in the lineup, um, you know, get some minutes in the legs and all that. It went out the window when I saw him in the lineup. I just said to myself, especially seeing him hobble off at Bournemouth, it was just like the guy needs a rest. It should have been break in case of emergency, and it wasn't. And we paid the ultimate price. Um similar to you, the rest of the lineup I was okay with. I did expect more rotation, but we did have Trossard there. Jesus, I'm not gonna be mad at it. The midfield again, not gonna be that mad at it. You know, it was a very strong team. Um, I'm just I just can't excuse the the overall performance. Um and funnily enough, we started really well. I felt, you know, the atmosphere was was be the pitch, um, the crowd, they didn't stop. It doesn't even feel like they were watching the game, like they were just there to make noise, literally. They did not stop from minute one. Um, but we we did really well with controlling the game, uh, had a lot of the ball. And then I think, I don't know if we made much chances, but it was still a bit tentative at first. And then, bang, they make a chance and we punish them. And literally, that was that is the exactly what you'd want to see from Arsenal. One mistake... You don't don't get that with us. Saka, I think the left back plays a short pass. Saka picks up on it, plays a pass into Jesus. Little body feint, slaps it. Bottom corner, 1-0. And I thought, yeah, we're on our way. I was leaning back into my chair like I did against Bournemouth, but little did I know. Um, Mm. Any thoughts on the goal, bro? Like
0: you said, um, away from home and a cauldron like what it was, um, you know, I'm not one to rate fans, but Lon's done a fantastic job being the 12th man tonight and really um golden on their team with this occasion of you know their first Champions League match in 20 odd years. Mm-hmm. Um the ball came loose from a loose pass, Saka picked it up, put Gabriel Jesus one touch. Gabriel Jesus was practically in, you know, and made space for himself like any quality number nine would do. Slotted it home, and we all kind of jumped up in, in the group chat. We we're just like, this, this, this so this guy's got this in his locker, sort that, of uh, thing. Huh? like great finish like out of nothing it was was literally a chance out of nothing um and yeah we put a ball in the back of the net and as we have done against um the evertons this season and um who was the other game we went away and and won like we put the ball in the back of the net and we just have been very very good away from home lock up Mm -hmm. shop sort of thing um shouldn't have let them back in really and truly we had enough we had enough um really good defenders on the pitch as well um if i don't want to like pick pick people out but i'd still say given it being an away game zinchenko was maybe still a bit too expansive and that may not be Mm. his fault that might be instructions from the manager but um Sometimes just you, you can't play attacking midfield all game in it. Like, <laughs> like that's where I was actually laughing because he was popping up in like right mid and stuff, just as you know the heat maps and stuff all say yeah, that he does. Like yeah. I, I catching him there today in the match. I'm just thinking, like, he's a talent, he's obviously a great talent, but it's just like sometimes like the occasion doesn't call for that. You see what I mean? Mm, like you yeah. can't be wise when you're when you're choosing your moments and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but as for the goal, I'm just watching it back here, it was great, like I, I don't think I've seen Gabriel Jesus do anything like this for Arsenal before um, just to the point and I literally thought from there, cool, we're going to get one more and it's going to end 2-0 probably 2-0 in the first half and it's done, it's wrapped up for the rest of the game yeah. but it didn't turn out like that
1: Yeah, unfortunately it didn't turn out like that, we um... I think we got comfortable We we felt like we were going to kind of I don't know if we got comfortable, but we kind of set up in the same shape we did against Bournemouth. Um, Raya was finding himself as like left centre-back. He tries to clip a ball uh, down towards Tommy Yasuo, I want to say, or maybe Saka. Pulls up short. Um, on the replay, I did see that the number six, um, he did actually hand ball it to control it. I'm not sure. Is there no VAR I mean, in the Champions League? Well, there should be. There definitely it- should be, but... Because I, yeah. I I, when I saw the replay, I was like, I'm very surprised I didn't get pulled up. But I, don't, I didn't see anything. Well, I'm, there was no kind of VAR decision needed. But I was very surprised that after seeing how blatant the handball was in the replay, that it wasn't picked up by VAR or anything like that. But to be honest, it's our fault for putting ourselves in that position. Um, the guy plays a great ball in. I think the centre forward gets kind of lucky with the control and the pass back. But the finish is absolutely exquisite. I can't fault that. And um, that one goes down to Raya. I was saying in the group chat, Ramsdale's coughing hard on the bench because that's another mistake from a pass. I know Ramsdale is not, <laughs> a, you know, he can't cough the first stone, if I yeah. should say. But, you know, it's definitely, again, if we talk about this meritocracy, there should definitely be a markdown on Raya in terms of, um, you know, causing errors that are leading to goals. Um, we see out the rest of the first half is kind of like a bit of back and forth.
0: Just yes. on that, sorry, let yeah, me, yeah, let me go it. chime in on that, that equaliser that they scored. Mm. Raya is very unfortunate that that pass didn't get all the way to Tommy Um, mm. I'm just looking at the handball of the control of the, what the defender did. Uh, slow motion, slow motion, the ball. Yeah, he's hit his upper like bicep here. Mm. like, um, And he stuck out his arm to do so. So it's, yeah. it's a handball. They definitely should have looked at that, but it was a bloody VAR. We saw what happened on the weekend. <laughs> trust our- me. Was first game, so you can't even trust that. But even then... You would still think we, the boys, need to get back into position quickly. Um, mm. There could be an argument, you know, like you said, that the control by the striker was very lucky, but he's got to attempt something, and it comes off for him. The strike yeah. is magnificent. Like I was literally watching that thing bend for ages. Like the minute he, you know, the
1: ones where the minute they leave the boot, yeah, you know, it's going
0: like amazing strike. There was an argument that Rice could have shut him down quicker, but. Mm. I think it's just one of them ones. Everyone's just been caught out. Um, the bit of grace would have been, yeah, it's a handball. It's not going to count, but um, it's just a great strike. I did two great strikes and we lost the game. That's that's literally it, really.
1: Yeah, to be honest, I'm just going to fly through to the, the second goal. Just a quick brief um, overview for people didn't watch, because I just, I'm just not happy with the performance, bro. But um, second half, I believe it's on the right side. Zinchenko gets sucked into uh, like the most basic one-two that you could see happening. He gets sucked in like a kid, and then um, obviously the I don't know if it's the right back or the winger does it for pace. He does a great little um, cross, the cross pull back, cross type thing, and the striker finishes it expertly first time, always curling away from Raya, and two-one and. Yeah, that was that was obviously the winner. Um, that was their their main man. I believe they bought him for a lot of money in the summer from Montpellier, as the uh, commentators were saying. I've never heard his name, but his name's going to be up in the lights tonight. I'm sure of that. Max,
0: it's a good performance where, from him. He obviously, he's got an assist and a goal. Sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, you, uh, can't, you um,
1: can't ask for more from your your
0: number nine. Yeah, and the commentators were saying that uh, Chelsea wanted to buy him in the summer. He said, why would I I do that? (laughs) I don't want to go there just to be another number. Um, Um, Yeah, it's, I mean, the ball comes in, the cross comes in and it's just a great, one of them like controlled finishes, like he doesn't have to do much, just make the connection and guide the ball in almost like a half volley kind of situation. Yeah, yeah, it's we're behind and then boy, it's the chasing now. And um, even though in the last couple of years, you've seen that, We've been pretty good when it comes to chasing a game and getting back into a game. Um, I don't think any of the situation, all of those situations that we have done that in, we've been at home and the crowd, our our home crowd has lifted us to get back into those games. Uh, We haven't done it away from home. And this was a hostile atmosphere. Like, um, yeah, we just, we just weren't about it today. We, We just didn't. All the players were there, but we just couldn't string it together, couldn't make it work.
1: Yeah, it, it felt like there was no cutting edge. There was, there was no edge to our game. I mean, I'm I thinking of the chances, and I just quickly went to go look at the match stats because I, I, it didn't feel like what I'm about to tell you. Obviously, the possession we know, but we had 11 shots, six on target to their three on target. It just does not feel like that. The only chance that comes to mind is the goal, Havertz's little pussy volley and then the um, the last chance with Reese Nelson. That's all. actually there was a smith like snapshot that was there in the last couple of minutes.
0: So do, well, do, do, do those chances that got blocked, like um, Nelson's one, with that count as a shot on target because the goalkeeper never saved that?
1: I don't think so. I think it needs to be either saved or like, yeah, needs to go. Well, I don't know, actually, funnily enough.
0: I would yeah, think I it needs to counts.
1: be saved, but... But either way, I just I worry. I'm going to start from the front, like from the front of the team in terms of the the forwards. And I think from the moment Saka went off, we made the wrong sub, or Arteta made the wrong sub. Yes, we brought on another interior player and we stuck him on the wing, where he like as and we saw it the whole game. Trossard would come all the way down. He would hug the the byline, but as soon as he gets the ball, there's no risk of him going down the line where he's not going to get like ushered out and he's coming inside and now we we just lost every sort of chance for stretching them properly any sort of speed for me the sub was Nelson but he came on and was pretty whack, to be honest but yeah. it does like in terms of like initially he should have kept put on with Nelson I felt like the Fabio Vieira sub slowed us down and not really his fault but it's just the way the game was we just lost all sort of speed, and from there I think we just lost control of the game. Um, Jesus was lively, but that centre back is it, uh, Danzo, oh my days, brother, he locked up Jesus. Apart from that goal,
0: yeah, that was up. it. He he gave Jesus the space to score the goal, and then from then he just said, yeah, like I'm messing around. He's just doing a, his um interview now, sort of thing. Yeah, okay. Um But yeah the the, it was the wrong substitution like especially uh, he's probably brought him on for a level of control and holding the ball and all of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um but you know if you looked at the um physicality side of that Lon's side like this is more than anything like Obviously, we saw Saka was in a starting lineup, and then when the game started, and I saw the physical stature of the guys that Saka was playing against, and just mm. the long team full stop, I was just thinking, this isn't this isn't going to end well. <laughs> yeah. I just knew it wasn't going to end well, sort of thing, because these men are fast, athletic. They're, they're like Arsenal players, like the players that we're bringing in, that like fast, athletic, strong guys. Like, and mm. I said, this yeah, this isn't anyone that Saka's going to have won an easy game against, like. I don't think, yeah, he would completely crock as he did, but I just thought he's just going to put more miles on his body sort of thing, playing a very difficult game. And as good as Vieira has been this season, coming in and settled a bit more, he's then the wrong person to put into a more physical situation like like this. 100% should have been Reece Nelson. And granted, yeah, Nelson didn't have the, the best of games when he did come on in the last 20 minutes, but... He should have been the one to keep the whip, give us a wide option. Odegaard was still on the pitch. Trossard can come inside as well if need be. Like, keep Mm. Reece Nelson on. Arteta hates him too. (laughs) Arteta hates Reece Nelson as well. Like, let's be honest. Like, Mm. why aren't you... These men need to kick down this guy's door when they get back to London tomorrow. Like, what do I have to do? Like, of course, like I say, he didn't make the best account today when he did get on the pitch. But sometimes start me in it like stop throwing me on to save you like start me and you know we can produce something with more time yeah
1: I mean for me I feel like hindsight's a wonderful thing but if Arteta had gone with a more rotated side and we had lost this game in the same manner and then he tried to make saving subs by bringing on Saka or Erdogan or you know those sort of players then I would have said you know what he's seen we've got City at the weekend He's tried to rotate, it didn't work, but I would be way more on the players. But I feel like a lot of today has to fall at his feet as it normally does anyway. And that sub went wrong. And from there, we just, I mean, we had control, but I didn't feel like we were causing them any problems. Our ball, our, ball, our possession kept breaking down before we even really got to, to their box. And it was like that from the moment we considered that first goal, right up until um, they scored their second goal. And, and after that, from that point in the second half, I was saying from 55 minutes, I would be telling uh, Nelson, Smithrow all the subsea start warming up, start running up and down, get these men on their toes because the performance wasn't there. We kept losing the ball. And there's not even a, really to pinpoint anyone in particular, but for me, I felt the midfield was poor as a unit, because I didn't feel like Declan Rice played particularly bad, personally, but Odegaard and um, Havertz are just, just anonymous today. There was no guile, there was barely any movement, just nothing going on in the midfield. It was, I, I couldn't believe Odegaard stayed on for as long as he did. Havertz just kind of did what he normally did, you know, wall bounce passes and Trying to turn on the half turn, try to keep it moving. Lost the ball a couple of times. I just, I, I'm not sure what went wrong, but we, I think maybe the occasion just got to them, like you were kind of alluding to. Um, and like you said, uh, Ray mentioned, you know, going to these away games, going to Sevilla, it's not going to be easy, and it's not like uh, the Europa League where maybe you go to these uh, B B League European teams. You know, you might get a, a young red star or something like that where it's a bit tr- tricky, but normally your, your class outshines these people. And as much as Lons have had a tricky start to the season, they finished second in League 1 last season. They beat PSG, they beat Monaco, uh, they beat Marseille. So these guys are not pushovers, but we should have given a much better account of ourselves. And it's just frustrating that we're now going into the City game with a potentially cropped Saka and a loss. With a poor performance. It's just the worst traffic to ever.
0: I think we, we paid them respect in terms of the starting lineup, mm. but ultimately the tactic was wrong. Again, hindsight is excellent. Maybe it should have been a double pivot. Maybe it's not Havertz that plays. Maybe it's Jorginho instead, Rice mm. and Jorginho, or even as far back as a Rice and El Nenni, because El would at least have the energy to keep up with some of these man. Um, and then leave older guard to kind of help just go forward and create, sort of thing. Mm. Um, yeah, because still playing ultimately with two tens, um, away from home, knowing what occasion we were stepping into. Mm. Now we can all say it, it was a bit, it's a bit stupid, wasn't it? Like, yeah, this is, this is ideally for like if we ever had, um, Chelsea away, or I saw Chelsea. I'm bad, bad example. <laughs> Excuse me, um, man, let's just Man City away or something like that. Mm-hmm. And everyone in the team is fit. Yeah. We probably start with Party and Rice. Am, mm-hmm. I, am I, wrong in saying that? And even if Rice is going to play an eight, as opposed mm-hmm. to in the in a double pivot sort of thing, um, he's on the pitch, and it can be easily adjusted. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we we've we've paid them respect in the lineup, like I said, but the tactics have ultimately not been right. Um they were they were good, they they played within their capabilities. Um, who did we play the other day that I said was trying to was disrespect Bournemouth. Bournemouth I, yeah. I honestly was watching that Bournemouth game and I said <laughs> oh, don't we beat them for I said these lot don't respect us, because yeah. they're trying to play football against us, like that, that's that's disrespectful because you mm. don't have the you don't have the minerals to do so. And these lot knew their lane. They stayed in it. Yeah. Um, they played on a counter. They they were aggressive in parts of the pitch. We weren't really up to par to get aggressive with them. Um, maybe the whole team, the boys, had one eye on the City game and wanting to play in that and not wanting to expend too much energy. But I wouldn't even use that as an excuse. I just think we got outdone today, the occasion, everything. We just they just done us. Like.
1: I don't want to disrespect Lons, but if we can't do it here, we can't go Bernabao and Alianza Arena. Can we even go Sevilla with this level of performance, with this lack of bottle? It's um, it's like just I, not yeah. Like
0: because, I said, we we as far as I'm concerned, we are still the fourth best team in this in this competition on yeah. paper. On paper. Yeah. But the game is not played on paper innit? Mm. It in it. And today's an excellent example of how just some minnows can turn up and you know surprise you sort of thing. Yeah. No one ever, I don't think I heard anyone say this game was going to be easy or talk about uh, what will be threes and fours and five nils or anything like that. I don't think anybody has said that. Yeah. But everyone is everyone ex- ex- expect expected to do to get through today. Yeah. One nil, two ones. Two nils, and mm. let's just move on. No one even asks for like a a great performance or anything like that. Yeah, the team yeah. that we have all kind of thought if we looked at the group and said we'll probably finish last is now top because they drew against Sevilla. They've beaten the mighty Arsenal. Sevilla have not got a point, and Sevilla's got a, a, a no. They, Sevilla's got a four points now as well, don't they? Did they win tonight? I think they beat Eindhoven, didn't they? Or oh, they were winning oh, at no. one point. I'm thinking they're winning Let's at one
1: point. See, okay. No, it's finished 2-2. Two, two.
0: Oh, it finished 2-2, two, two. okay. Yeah, yeah. So that saves Arsenal's bacon, to be fair. Mm. Um, because, yeah, Arsenal would have then been third in that group already. Mm. Um, we're staring down the barrel of Europa League <laughs> returning there. And I'm here <laughs> like a monkey saying, oh, yeah, we're going to win the bloody Champions League or get to the last four.
1: Mm. So,
0: yeah, it's... it's it's still early days, of course. We still have, what, four games to play. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in terms of wanting to qualify early and then maybe re- change the team round for the last two games, mm. potentially out the window now. Um,
1: Depending yeah. on things in the group go. Yeah. I mean, I feel like just now I was thinking this game reminded me of um when we lost to United last season and maybe we were a bit naive in the way we were playing and we got a bit excitable and they hit us on the counter. And it felt a bit similar today where the team has matured, but I felt like we haven't really had that European experience yet. And we've got an education today. Um, I know we've been playing Europa League, but it's just different. It's it's just different. Once you've made it to this level, no matter the the level of team or whatever league, you got you got to pull up your, your bootstraps and, and you got to really settle in. And you got to give it your all and you can't get by with um, 40, 50, 60% performances. You can't drop off because they you will get punished, especially away from home. Maybe if we were at home, we probably, you know, even if we do go down to 2-1, maybe we get it back to 2-2, maybe we even do a little 3-2, you know what I mean? But away from home, where we've normally been really good, which was what was more shocking that we've normally been so comprehensive and I know you spoke about having the, maybe doing like a double pivot with Elneny or Jorginho alongside Rice. Um, But we had the twin tens or, you know, the attacking eight in Havertz, and we didn't really benefit from it. So maybe we should have just gone with the more conservative formation and then we couldn't have been so susceptible to uh, counters on the transition and things like that. But I'm hoping the boys will learn from it. I feel like we will. I think the rest of our away games in the Champions League will definitely be a measuring stick now to see how we approach them, because this was obviously not a great return to um, away Champions League games. But again, we go into a massive game now in City. We can't even say, oh, we, you know, uh, we've got a nice quote-unquote easy game or a more straightforward game. We've now got a top of the table clash against a team where we're trying to we're trying to trump them, and if God forbid we go to City, or well, City come to us, and we lose, and we go into the international break with two losses. You know, you know, it's it'll be a horrible two weeks before we get back to football. Um, but yeah, I want to do the player ratings now because I just want to touch on a couple of players like with a bit more depth because some players today, cause yeah, they're gonna get it. So let's let's, let's do it. We'll start from the top. Um, I don't really care who started last time, but I will let you, as a gentleman I am, David Raya, next. It's a
0: six. It's a six. He is his stray pass, although I don't want to put too much emphasis on the pass. Like I said, everything after the pass, the the pass being um, controlled is ultimately a foul and then everything else just happened very, very quickly, but his pass led to the, the goal. And um yeah, he didn't, apart from that, there were a few things, obviously they, they pressed up on the goalkeeper and the fence quite high. So we didn't really see that kind of really good passing and um, the, um like getting us out of trouble with the passing. I think the last thing that peed me off um was, End of the game, obviously he went up for corners and stuff, but he wasn't he wasn't trying to attack the ball, like he was just in the box. Like, so yeah. it's like attack the ball if you're gonna go up there, like at least try. Like, I it's it, I don't know, like I got for fashion sort of thing. Like, let yeah. me just go into the other the opposition's box. So um, yeah, it's a six for David Ryder today.
1: Um I'm going to give him the six. He did make the mistake that led to the first goal. But like you said, there was still a lot that needed to happen after the mistake. It wasn't like a a pass into the opponent's feet, like 10 yards in front of him or something like that. Um, Outside of that, again, he didn't really do much. You know, he had two got shots that were really good. He kind of dealt with everything else. His passing was fine from what I've seen um, outside of that uh, chance. Um, so I can't really knock him per se, but, um, yeah, again, if we're in that meritocracy, Ramsdale's got to be saying, boss, you know, am I going to get that nod against City? Probably not, but generally speaking, you know, if this is like a, a race to who's going to be number one, if I'm Ramsdale, I'm keeping notes. I'll be honest with you. I'm keeping notes. Um, Tomiyasu. Um, Tomiyasu. i will give him a six. I thought he was okay. I didn't think he was poor, but um, I felt like he was one of the better defenders today. Um, I don't think he did much wrong. Uh, Kept the shape, was right right back initially. Good link up from time to time when Saka, when he was on. I think when, um, what's his name? As soon as Fabio Vieira came on, that kind of went out the window. Unfortunately, so we didn't really see him trying to get up and down. Went back to left back when Ben White came on and was okay. Um, I've really got no problem with Tomiyasu. And uh, going back to the uh Crystal Palace pod that we did, um, Tomiyasu's really been making me you know eat my words to be honest, and I'm happy about it. So more for me.
0: Yeah, I was literally going to say the same thing. We've got our Tommy back, he's 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 kind of found fitness and um, he's returning to the player that we knew or the player that we signed um, three years ago. Or so um, yeah, this, this is one of them ones where if we got a positive result, this would have been a seven because mm. I don't think he didn't do anything. I can't give him a seven to, you know, but it's it's a six, but it's a positive. It's a good six. So it's a six plus. <laughs> six plus. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. He, he was, he was good today. Um, he, hmm. he just, didn't really did I give him a seven. I can't give him a seven, man. Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's a six, but yeah, he didn't really, you know, he didn't influence the game. He had that big chance where, you yeah. know, that like keeper saves, but for like he's a defender, i allow him in it. Like he just came to him sort of thing. Good save mm. from the keeper, good reaction to save. Um, more so just happy that Tommy's looking more like himself. Um yeah. but didn't put a, a foot wrong, really. Um got us a few free kicks higher up the pitch late on, trying to push and snatch the ball from
1: people. So, yeah, six for Tommy. Lovely stuff. Uh, back to you for William Saliba. Big Bill.
0: Um, I'll give him a six as well. Um, nothing detrimental. Cleared everything that comes his way as he does. Again, it's just like a... You know, maybe we just—I can't even blame because there's two goals that just literally flashes, bang, yeah. bang. That's it. Um, yeah, he—he he, was—he was—he was fine. He was fine. Six.
1: Yeah, yeah. I—I I mean, there's. I'm thinking of it top of my head. No one's getting higher than the six, but I think like he—he he was the best of us tonight. You know, again, didn't really put a foot wrong. I remember one chance. I think the. Whoever's the ball's been fizzed into, they've tried to knock it around the corner. And if it goes past him, then I think the strike is through, but he's cleaned it up. Um, Can't really blame him for the goals. Um, Yeah, just unfortunate night as it goes. So I'll give him a six as well. Uh, Gabriel, more of the same. Um, I think I'll give him a six. Um, Yeah, no real mess ups that I can remember uh I was doing this left backing uh you know thing when, when we uh Saliba kind of sits by himself and we build up in a three um didn't really put many foots wrong again maybe there was word about closing down some people at certain times but nothing nothing really stands out to think that oh he was he wasn't very good today or anything like that so six for me yeah
0: um six again um standard performance no big spills or anything like that just not much of an influence on anything else but i I wouldn't again i wouldn't say an influence in um conceding
1: any other goals either six Mm -hmm. okay uh back to you for zinchenko i don't do this this guy
0: (laughs) i'll give him a six um Just defensively, I just I I think we just need to become very wise. And I think after last season, especially, Arteta is becoming very wise as to when we use Zinchenko, how long he stays on the pitch for, and all of that kind of stuff. To like he's more wise as to how we manage the game with Zinchenko in the team. Um going forward, he was very good today. Like I said, I, I really noticed him kind of popping up in these places. I'm just like, what is a left-back doing in these places? <laughs> Playing really good passes, attempting to play really good passes, being very positive on the ball. That's all going forward. Going back, defending, I just, I don't know. I don't know for him, innit? Like Like, If he is going to be a left-back that can get forward and play centre-mid center for us, then it needs to be in games where ideally we're going to win like just and we just basically using it to suffocate teams sort of thing and bag bear goals and all of that kind of thing like these away games these games against better sides and stuff like that I just don't know if you know how much longer we can get away with this without him improving his defensive side to the game. And this is this is where, and obviously it's not all lost because you know, unfortunately, man's injured. Timber's not a left back, but this is where on on the right, Timber does this perfectly. He can get forward, he can get in the center mid, he can do the overlapping runs for the winger, and he can still defend. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's a energy thing. He's got a bit of energy, or um, he's just a younger, fitter lad. I don't know. But this is what Zinchenko needs to work on because defensively, we're we're always going to be talking about him defensively because going forward is is not the issue. But ultimately, he plays a defensive position. So
1: six. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go with five. I just felt like defensively he just wasn't there today, um, and I was when you were speaking. I was listening to what you were saying, and I was flirting with giving him a six, but it was more so just because of his role. Because we saw when he came off that we lost the ability to play between the lines. Everything was just like one side to the other, one side to the other. Play to the centre back.
0: Yeah, I'm giving him a six because of yeah. his contribution to the actual game and us getting forward. Yeah. If he- for that, this might be a poor, my guy. Honestly, yeah,
1: I, I hear it, and and this is the thing. He's so important, and I mean, just aside from that, I just feel like if we don't now have Partey, who can who plays right back, but he's not really playing right back. Once any of those players are not playing, we just there's no one. It's like we can't build up. Even though Saliba's like the primary build up like defender, and then Zinchenko kind of takes it from midfield, we just lose that ability, and it's almost scary that. We just looked like a team devoid of ideas after at at one point in terms of build-up. But I just can't... His defensive performance, he lost the ball a lot in midfield. And I know when you're taking risks like that, it's going to happen. But I think if he's going to be doing that, he has to be more secure. And I just... That defending for the second goal, I can't get out of my head. It's like, hold your ground, bro. Like, he didn't even chase and get close. Like, it's not like he saw the two coming and he thought he could intercept. He just ran towards, but by the time he's even tried to start running back, the ball's already gone past him. Um, Yeah, I didn't think he was amazing, although he seems to be the key to us having any sort of attack, Um, but I have to give him a five. Uh, We'll move on to Declan Rice. Um, Declan Rice, he's he's in the sixth brigade. Um, I thought he did okay. Um, I didn't think he was anything special but I felt like I did see him cleaning up as he normally does Um, and I kind of appreciated that towards the end of the game I did see him trying to stride forward not really with much of a game plan but at least trying to drive the team forward Um, kind of did his job okay defensively maybe like you said some defensive lapse of concentration not closing the guy down for the first goal Um, but I didn't feel like overall that he was at fault for much, um, similar to the defenders minus Sinchenko. So I'll give him a six.
0: Yeah, um it's gotta be six, in it, but uh, if there's anyone to kind of give a seven, it probably would be him. Um but the the defensive thing for the first goal, which again, it all happened so quickly, it would been it would have been like Superman esque for him to close that down. Or close um, the player down. Yeah. Um. When that ball bounced to him, but um, yeah, he was good. He was good. Kept the ball cleaned up for us. Like you said, was driving forward, trying to make things happen late on. Um, he's a brilliant player. It's, it's it's we said this in the transfer window. Um, this is the best way you can spend a hundred million. You can't spend a hundred million better than you know, getting Declan Rice. Like, he's a fantastic player, and he's definitely added to us. Um, But he just didn't, I guess, come together on the night. So, yeah, another six for Deck.
1: Okay. Let's go with Kai Havertz. I'll say
0: six, but if I'm being completely honest, I don't know why I'm giving him a six. I, I I can't I can't say I saw much of him during the game. Not saying he did you know nothing or whatever, but I just didn't see much of him. So this is this a standard score in it for standard performance from him and the rest of the team. I'll give him a six.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like I want to go lower, but I'm I'm gonna be balanced and just give him the six because although I didn't see him do anything spectacular, he didn't really do anything wrong. He just didn't really affect the game. Um, but in my head, there was a midfielder worse than him. So, and that's, you know, it's a lot to say. So I, can't, I feel like I can't give him less and go where I'm going to go with the other uh, midfielder. But um, yeah, I feel like it was just the same thing I've been seeing since after the Community Shield game, Just You know, very safe, conservative, gets one chance, doesn't really hit it like he wants to score. Um, But again, the whole team was poor, so I can't even really say, you know, do any sort of Kai Havertz commentary. So just a six. Yeah, still need to unlock him, come like all the United fans with Pogba and all these dons. It (laughs) makes me sick, man. Um, All right, next is Captain Not-So-Fantastic Tonight, Martin Odegaard. (sighs) Bro, um, I think I'm going to give him a four. It sounds harsh. Listen, let me me go go for my reasoning. He was absolutely non-existent tonight. He was, I I don't even like the word like missing, but I I could not see him in the game today. Nothing like not nothing going forward. Kept trying to pull up in places and just didn't do anything much with the ball. Passes weren't really making their mark. None of the same guile. He was trying to drop deep to kind of get things started. So I like I respected that, but just just a very 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 flat performance. I don't know why he was on for longer than um, the first batch of subs. He should have gone then, in my opinion. Um, there was even a. a time when I think he's kind of got the ball fizzed into him and he's controlled it with his right past him and he's gone to ground and even from the distance because the camera wasn't very close it didn't look like a tackle was made and he's gone to ground and it just kind of said to me that he's just not on it today. Um I just thought this is probably his worst performance of the season and not befitting of an Arsenal captain. I'm not saying he can't have bad games but I just felt like he was not at the races today in the slightest and for that, I can't even give him, you know, halfway mark. I think he's got to, he's got hold of four for that, so a four for Martin know Wow. The thing,
0: the thing is, yeah, and I'm I'm sure this is where the four comes from as well that you that you've given him. Um, it's from the level of expectation.
1: Mm, uh, yeah, to an extent. Yeah,
0: that's 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 the sole reason I'm giving him for a, a five. I don't. I think he was trying to make things happen. He was getting on the ball when we did have the ball and trying to make passes, but the passes are all very safe. He's mm. usually making, you know, trying to make it or making like cutting edge passes, passes that mean something. Um, didn't really see much of that um, on the night. And yeah, we expect more from Martin. We expect more from him as a player because we know he's got it in his locker. We expect more from him as a captain, um, you know, to help drag us through. And ultimately, like we were just saying, Declan Rice showed that kind of, you know, come on, boys, let get on the ball and we drive forward. Driving forward didn't really come to anything, but it's like, let me just cause chaos, take the ball and take it X amount of yards and cause chaos and free up some people because now everyone's going to charge at me or whatever the case is. Mm. Yeah, just didn't really see him, you know, um, just didn't really see him influence this game. And... um he starts the game, rightly so, because he's the captain. But rightly so, Arteta took him off when mm. he needed to come off. Um, So, yeah, I'll give him a five. Um, But it's just down to sheer, like, disappointment or like, come on, Martin, I expect more from you.
1: Yeah. Okay, I hear it. Um, We're going to go to, and this one's a little bit of a change, because Saka didn't play much, we're going to just swap him out as if Saka was a sub and we'll do him later. So we're going to go to Fabio Vieira.
0: This was a five from me. Um, just wrong person, didn't influence the game. Uh, maybe the game was too hard to like catch. Obviously, coming into the game, being subbed off the bench, it's, it's too difficult to get the rhythm of the game. Um Listen, we've seen him excel in the last few games in preseason, this season, in the center midfield areas, left eight, all of that kind of thing. Less dead this winger you know, this thing. Like that there, there are actually wide players in the squad. Um and you know what? As much as we were singing against this, I'll go as far as saying put Gabby Jesus outright. <laughs> <laughs> you could have brought on in Ketia, or you could have brought on because at that point we were one 0 up, right? Yeah. You could have brought on your your holding man, and then tell Habits to go play up front. It's an away yeah. game, like, mm. like, and yes, this is all hindsight, but there is no chance if I was in Arteta's shoes, I'm ever bringing on Vieira in that position. Mm. If Habits got injured, I would have probably said yeah, Vieira because he's been the guy um, playing those areas and been playing well in those areas, but. The mistake was trying to just put an in-form attacking player in Mm. a quote-unquote attacking position. And it it didn't pay off because it felt to me, as I watched this game, we were playing with 10 men um, from when Vieira came on. So, yeah, five, it's it's, it's an indictment on, I would say, the manager more so than him. Mm. Uh, Again, I think the manager's decision here has fueled him to get poor ratings from us, probably getting gonna get a cuss in from other Arsenal fans and stuff tonight. But he shouldn't have been in that position to come on the bench. There's Reese Nelson. Um, like I said, there's even Jesus, Zushi could have put out there. Smith Bros probably even a better option out there as well. Yeah. So yeah, the manager's not done them any favors there. Five from me.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go with the five as well. Um, I definitely feel Arteta kind of threw him into the lions' den, but I, I'm not kind of basing that on my uh, my rating for him because I felt like he didn't, he lacked that intensity that he has played with this season, and less so the physicality, but just the the intense. He didn't seem like he was up for it. There wasn't that like bouncing his step or his run, or however he just seemed very flat, even towards the end. When I think he came into the middle, he was asking for the ball, but just not really doing much with it. But again, a bit harsh in a sense because no one was moving. There's parts where everyone's just standing still and it's just like, come on, guys, something, you know. But yeah, I just felt like he just wasn't up to it. Um, Arteta didn't help him at all. I, after a while, I felt like we should have just gone with Havertz up top. He might have been able to do more with uh, the Danzo, the defender, Maybe in terms of his physicality or his height, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just reaching, but you, like you said, Jesus could have gone there. Nelson, he could have even brought on Smith Row really, if he wanted to. But, um, yeah, not great from Fabio Vieira, unfortunately. Um, maybe half not his fault. But, again, he didn't rise to the occasion, so five from me. Um, moving swiftly on, Leandro Trossard. Big man, this guy is holding the Biggest four. I was gonna go lower, but I, I don't think it wasn't he wasn't like absolute pack trash, but just I don't know. It's like he had for someone who had such an amazing preseason, I don't know if it's the fact that he didn't really get to take that into the season because he, you know, Martinelli kind of had I think he had probably had the best preseason of, of all Arsenal players, maybe alongside um uh Inketia, but he just, every time he started, he's just looked a little bit off, maybe bar the PSV game at home, but his touch didn't stick, he wasn't beating men, Um passing was off. He had that one chance where he's kind of cut inside and he's tried to place it in the, and I felt like he should have finished that. Someone like him should have just stroked that into the bottom corner, but he's hit straight at the keeper. Maybe he's a little bit off balance, maybe I'm being harsh, but... I just felt like he was absolutely piss poor. I would have taken him off at halftime personally, but maybe it's like he doesn't really get many opportunities. You kind of want to give him a chance to rectify, but I thought he was on the same level of as Odegaard today, just absolutely woeful, um, didn't really give us much. Um, and it's unfortunate from someone who's quite ac- very accomplished um, and normally is like a, a a stability player, someone you know, you give him the ball, He's going to keep it. He's going to do something with it. It just wasn't the case um, today. And again, maybe for someone who, as experienced as he is, I'm sure this is his Champions League debut as well. I don't think he's played in the Champions League prior to this. So again, maybe the away occasion just got the best of him and just wasn't able to, to come up to the mark, unfortunately. So yeah, a four for Trussard.
0: I would like to say you're being harsh, but you're not. Um I'll give him a five. Fools four, four to me is the levels of woeful. Like okay. nothing you've done was correct. Like in terms of the, even controlling the ball, like nothing. <laughs> nothing. And he did have some miscontrols in the game. With For me, yeah, like as you were going through, someone that started the season well and everything, like you said, right? Hmm. Trossard played preseason and like you said, had a very good preseason playing left eight.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: playing in central areas. So ultimately now I'm seeing a pattern where it's like the gaffer is just playing these guys in these positions in pre-season to maybe just give them minutes. Mm-hmm. One could argue he's trying, he's he's trying to see, he wants to see if they can play there, if he's got options there during the season, but ultimately you're not using them in areas where they're excelling. Vieira excelled in centre midfielder. Today you went and go through him on on the right. Mm. Um, Trossard left midfielder. He started left as well against who was it? And he got hooked at half time, full of minute. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm not saying he's all of a sudden rubbish on on the left. Of course not. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you know. M- situations won't drive us to play players out of position. Like we had to play Vieira on the right today, but ultimately we have to learn a lesson here. Like since Trossard signed for us in January. Yeah. We're coming to like nine months of having this guy in our team. Now, mm. I think we can comfortably say he plays better in mm. central positions.
1: hundred percent.
0: Yeah. Now, again, hindsight, excellent thing. We are watching Trossard get thrown into a cauldron of an away match. Mm. His first game back from injury.
1: Yeah.
0: It, it, when you break it down, when you think about it, like I said, hindsight's excellent. This isn't very smart, is it?
1: <laughs> like yeah.
0: admittedly, like I said, at the beginning of the game, I never had an issue with it. When I saw the lineup, I said, okay, cool, Trossard's back. But mm. he now you look at it.
1: He looked.
0: Yeah. Today. He didn't look like he was. You know, he looked like okay. I might just come back to training and had a few sessions. No one else is here to play the left. I'm, I'm playing, and Gaffer says, "Yeah, you're playing," and everything like that. Um, we've we've done the options thing dead dry since last week. Now last weekend, <laughs> yeah. Reese Nelson could have been there if Reece Nelson was in the starting lineup ahead of Trossard. I wouldn't have batted an eyelid. Same way I didn't bat an eyelid when Trossard was there. But now I can see that Trossard probably wasn't ready to play this game. Um, and you know, if we had the same um, result with Nelson starting, I would have come out here and said, "Well, we all back for you, Reese, to get, get have a chance." And you bottled it. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: so it's, it's, it's just what happens in it. But I'm I'm I think when Martinelli obviously comes back, he's the he's the undisputed holder of that left wing position. I think it's fair 100%. to say right now. Yeah. I think the second option there is Smith Rowe. If not, if not for Reese Nelson cutting in or whatever, then I think it's Smith-Rowe. That's where mm. you're going to give Smith-Rowe his, his opportunities. That's where he's going to get his minutes in. You leave the centre of the pitch for Havertz, for um, Vieira mm. um, and and these kind of guys, or Rice and the party back in. Um, maybe Trossard's best role is as the backup to... Jesus, He's the closest to what Jesus, I guess, offers in the centre-forward position or if we're chasing a game as another striker on the pitch Um, or then as an overall utility man across the forward line Uh, because the left just doesn't seem to be working as it did in Brighton when we signed him. Um, Centre, he's been very good for us, largely, so... I'd like to see him turn up there more. But, yeah, just was off the pace today. Wasn't happy with him. I'll give him a five.
1: Bro, I think you've just been so money with everything you said about Trossard there. I think it's literally been... I think it's now time to learn lessons, like you said. Um, unless we've got another... You know, and it's not going to be, but I guess because Saka can do everything. If you've got Trossard on the left and Saka on the right, it's okay because he can kind of come interior and second can keep with, but definitely our best games. I think that time when Jay was it Jesus was injured. Um and we we're playing Trussard up top, he was exemplary. Yeah. All of his goals tend to come from him finding himself in the middle of the of the goal or you know in that central zone. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think you're absolutely on the money. And I think again today, yeah, I, I did feel a little bit harsh now when you said about the coming back from injury I, I, I did factor that in, but I guess uh, my head's a bit hot. It's an instant reaction. What do you, what do you and, think?
0: And it's fine. No, you're you're, and it's fine. That's why we do this podcast, because we might look back and say, okay, I'm reflect in it. But right now we're fans mm-hmm. in it. We're just saying how we feel. Let's keep going. When we get to that yeah. Arteta score, then we'll really <laughs>
1: Yeah, true. All right, let's go. Um, so next we've got and the last of the starting lineup, uh Gabriel Jesus.
0: Um I thought he was very good today. In fact, I'm giving I'm giving him a seven. Okay. After, after he was good. Like his finish was like I said, it had my draw on the ground. I I didn't think he had that in his locker. Um mm. he done the usual stuff. He chased he chased things, he was aggressive, he 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 tried against the, the, the defender. Danso was very good after that first goal. Um, but it was a good battle throughout. Um yeah, he's 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 so necessary to us. This is it's, it's, it's mm. incredible. Like he, we can see how necessary he is playing in the right position on the pitch as well for us. Although, of course, he still likes to drift out to wide positions. He's he's integral. So, yeah, I will give him a seven just because I thought he was at least, maybe not head, neck and shoulders above everyone else, but he was head above everyone else and um, played quite a key part in this game and uh, making us a bit competitive.
1: Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm with you, but I'm going to give him a strong six. I felt like he was, he was, uh, he was probably maybe not head and shoulders, but like a good head. I, he's the only player who looked like I've been here before. He
0: right, looked... Well said, well said, because the commentator said that as well that he loves the Champions League and this,
1: that, mm. and
0: the Champions League. And it was definitely, now you say that, it was definitely a case of I've been here before. I've so, been
1: here, but he looks like. He wasn't phased by the crowd. He was, you know, even a bit bitey. That's normally in his game anyway. A bit aggressive. Obviously, the finish was absolutely exemplary. The, the only reason I'm not giving him the seven is just because Danzo just locked him up for the rest of the game. He oh. It's not that that was the 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 whole of his game. He did really well at holding the ball like when he did get it, um, was drifting out wide, trying to make things happen, um, but didn't ultimately get a lot of service because the play just broke down In the final third and they had a really good like deep to mid block which just kind of took him out of the game unfortunately um but in terms of you know overall i I felt like he was fine you know like i said great goal and was just really trying to put himself about he's just we like you said we this guy is just so important and he has to play down the middle i'm not trying to see eddie there for the foreseeable and it's not even a, a a slight on eddie it's just this guy is just levels. Like he was the only one there who just looked like, you know what, guys. Like, don't worry. Like, yeah, it's a bit noisy, but let's pattern. And yeah, he was, he like I said, strong six for me. Uh, he was probably one of the one of the better players today, um, and obviously showed that with his goal. Um, see, our time is well spent. So let's get to the subs and our teta. Uh, we made five subs today. So let's just go. Two two and
0: then one. chasing the game. When do we ever make five subs?
1: Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, unless we're comfortable. Oh gosh. Okay, so let's go to Saka first. Um, we'll do him individually, uh, since he was the first sub. Um Saka, I'm just gonna give him a six. Um, obviously didn't really do much. He came off at 34. Um, he was fine when he was on the pitch. <laughs> He's injured, but he comes away with another assist. This guy is just incredible. He's, he's just incredible, to be honest. He's just in the right place at the right time. He's always he's always the guy to make the first move for Arsenal. He's like the the one who gets us the goal, gets us the assist, beats the player. He's just always that guy, and it's just unfortunate that Arteta just hates him because he he like I know oh, I was like oh um, Manny said like oh. Uh that's why Arteta uh, plays him and stuff like that. But I'm just like, any, not that anyone should have been able to make that pass, but just rest him because he's just he's just so integral. We just need this guy. And if you don't just if it's a thing of oh, he's too good, then get a good backup. For God's sake, get a good backup, bro. Get someone who can like a serious backup, not one of these like. Oh yeah, like we know he's not as good. Get a serious backup who you think could be like. All right, cool. This guy can take Saka's place potentially. Mm. To make Saka go up a level and to obviously give him this guy like proper rotation, so we know that when the player comes in, we're not going to be thinking, mm, no, someone's going to come in and do a serious job. But yeah, anyway, six for Saka, um, our star boy. Hopefully, we see him against City on the weekend.
0: I'll give Saka a seven. Um, just based on the time the time frame he was on the pitch. Um I've given the guy that scored the goal a seven. I'll give the guy that assisted him a seven as well. Um that's all we really have to go off. But like you say, we we need to stop killing this poor boy. Um mm-hmm. there's no way a club of our of our riches, and I'll say riches, can just be trying to play soccer every game this season. It's it's stupidity. Um oh, Yeah, we need to manage him uh, better. So, yeah. About seven for Saka for me.
1: Yeah. You know, just before that, you know there's times where I see Pep drop like De Bruyne and I can see De Bruyne on the bench vex he's Mm. not playing and then he will come on and slap it top corner or something. I feel like maybe we need to do that with Saka or something. I don't know. Maybe Saka's too... Nice, but I'm sure obviously Everett he wants to play. He's a he's a footballer at the end of the day and he's a he's a top class athlete. But maybe we just need to bench him and even when he feels fine and just be like, Yeah, like we just wanna like rest you and he's like, Why don't I rest? And then bring him on and let him do a madness. But this running him into the ground thing, I just I don't know, man. we
0: we've, we've, we've I think just on that, I think um there's probably still a fear that you know, yes he signed a new contract, but there's probably still a fear like this guy might want to leave. <sighs> Let's be honest. As great as we have been in the last three years, we have won jack for all of that. Yeah, like one FA Cup, like so. You know, as good as things are right now with the club and on the up, and um, he signed a big new contract. If when if we if you start unsettling him by not playing him and stuff like that, and he's he goes, goes and tells his agent, go and see what Man City are saying, something like that. You, see, <laughs> and yeah. you never know that that might be. We're still we're still trying to basically appease him, basically. As well yeah. as obviously now get our money's worth if we've made him one of the top earners in the club.
1: Yeah, that's true. And if he's turning out these numbers without trying, then we need to win something. He's the best player
0: on best player in our team with one leg.
1: Let's hope we see him on the weekend. Oh, let's let's double up the last four subs. Um so we have Nelson and Benjamin. Nope, sorry. Wait, one, two, three. Oh, I've done the math wrong. Don't mind me. But what I'll give you anyway, uh, Nelson and Smith Rowe. Both came on at 70.
0: And who else came on? Ben White. Ben White, yeah, it was 71, oh, but yeah. I just do all these men at the same time. Five. Just nothing. <laughs> like, yeah. just nothing. Nothing nothing to offer. Um, Nelson obviously had that chance right at the end. Again, hmm. a good block. Smith Rowe had a one shot, just pop shot, getting it out of his hands that the keeper just punched. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't think there was much to this at all. Give no. them all a five.
1: Yeah, um, all of five. Um, White trying to get forward, Smith for a try Even though Nelson wasn't good, and I'm giving all of them a five as well, what I will say, and what I felt like what we should have had in the first half is that he was trying to beat the guys. He was trying to beat his defender. I know he kept running the ball out of play, but he was trying to beat them down the by like the 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 touchline. And it just, I just kept thinking, man, if we had this earlier in the game. So it was positive. Was, it was positive. Yeah, it was positive. It just didn't work out, unfortunately. um Last one was in KTR. Same, just five, just, you know, he was five, out yeah. here. Yeah. But five. let's get to the big one. Let's, let's get to the big one. Arteta. Bro, I think he's holding a four as well. I'll be honest with you. Uh, he's holding a four. I, I, I I'm going to try and keep it semi-brief. I just think the lineup was good. Don't get me wrong. The lineup was good, but I felt like he he had to get the win with the lineup, knowing that we have a massive game on the weekend, playing all our important players, and then our star boy goes down again and then doesn't make subs early enough, um, makes a wrong sub when the star boy comes off. In my opinion, of course, if we win this game, maybe we don't make so much noise about it. That's just the way football is, unfortunately. But he didn't. We didn't win. And now we look at that Fabio Vieira sub with more scrutiny. We look at the timing of the other subs with more scrutiny. Again, after we concede, now you make the changes. It just, you know, and we've got a manager who we trust. He's four years deep. Um, He's got us that FA Cup, but we need more now. We do need more. And he looks like he's still learning. And of course, this is his first crack at the Champions League. Um, He has had European experience, but again, his European pedigree hasn't been good for those previous Champions League, uh, Europa League campaigns. And we're going to hope that this doesn't go in the same vein because we've got the best squad that we've had since he's taken over. But I think it was just way too many mistakes on his behalf. Um, And yet a lot of learning for... For our guy Arteta, so I can't give him more than a four today. I felt like he just got too many things wrong, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, with the help of hindsight, um, there was a lot wrong. Like I said, defense I was largely happy with, um, playing Havertz and Odegaard, um, has seemingly looked like a bit of a mistake now, especially, not that these lot controlled us or anything like that, but just like on the counter sort of thing. There's an argument that Zinchenko could fill that role as a second eight, but he just plays, uh, sorry, as a second six, but he just plays too far forward to really mm-hmm. do that. Man can't defend full stop, let alone defend centre mid, defend left back. He, he's not He's as
1: not quick as well, him. you know, he's not quick. Yeah.
0: So, And then, like we said, Trossard. Probably look off off it a bit. Saka, hundred percent, shouldn't have started. Um, yeah, it's got it's got to be a four four for me. And then, like you you said, you know, when Saka gets injured, you bring on the wrong guy. in Vieira, um, of course, it's the benefit of hindsight speaking. You know, a, a positive result, a goal for Trossard, and everything. And we're probably saying, ah, oh, as a genius, but in in this situation, there's just too many things that just didn't work you you I can almost say you gambled on you know you gambled on Saka being able to see through the game you gambled on Trussard being ready to play this game after coming back from injury um and yeah it just it just didn't come to fruition and we were we're not good we didn't just lose this game like by the odd goal and stuff like that we couldn't really get in into this game at all for large bits so yeah if there's anyone I'm going to give a four to today it's Sarteta uh,
1: well, well, well. Bro, you got to be giving out those fours more freely, man. You know, sometimes they deserve it. You know, instant reaction, bro. Let the emotions flow. But, um, <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's our match review. We've gone over what we normally thought we would hit, but we love talking about Arsenal, and obviously we're, we're disappointed here. Arsenal, first defeat of the season.
0: This is the first time we've spoken
1: about Arsenal and they haven't won crazy and we've done a lot of pods here we've done a, we've done a lot of talking and this yeah. is the first time
0: i well, think hopefully... even... mm, yeah i right. think have we i can't even remember if we've covered any draws i don't think we've covered any draws uh literally I, mean, I don't think, yeah, think... we've spoken about arsenal and it hasn't been a win
1: oh well hopefully not a lot of these type of pods. hopefully we just want to talk about arsenal when the grass is green Yes. But I still believe the grass is green right now. Obviously, uh, a very unfortunate setback. I've calmed down. I was seething at the final whistle. As Listen, I, I'll would. tell you one thing.
0: This yeah. is all forgotten if we beat Man City. Oh, yeah,
1: of course. Because we
0: know we still got four games in the Champions League to get out of the group, to qualify, to probably still finish top. Mm. This is all forgotten if we beat Manchester City even 1-0 on Sunday. Yeah so yeah, 100%. On, on the flip side guys that's 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 the next game now yeah you know you might have to watch this one tomorrow detention thing in your training ground whatever mm. but you people switch on your heads now because sunday is a flipping that that's a cup final like i said that is the the theater production that you've been preparing <laughs> for in it like this Just is a big day so you know this is all forgotten and the fans will all forgiving. The fans are going to be in big voice on, on Sunday afternoon. 100%. Don't go in there with your, your heads down and your tails between your legs and, you know, not positive. Like, Man City aren't in a great place right now. Um, mm. You know, we haven't lost in the league. They've lost in the league. We've dropped points, fair enough, and we ain't lost. So it's, it's, it's time to do the, you know, action. What we didn't get right tonight on Sunday. And going big against C.
1: Yeah, I couldn't put it better myself. Um, we've got to go to the weekend now. I think as football players, you've got to have short memories. you, you know, you're down tonight, but you sleep it off. You get back to London, probably even today, maybe, if they if they want, but if not, back tomorrow, training next day, look at the tape, get on the training field, work on it, and give absolutely everything to get that three points against City. Um, obviously, they may be able to go um, and win tomorrow, but they've got a tricky game against Leipzig away from home. Probably the the strongest team besides them in their group. So they're going to have to probably go and play really hard. Leipzig have been good this season. I think they're second or third, um, maybe like a point or two different. So they've had a really good start to the season. So who knows if they get another loss or draw, then, you know, they have to come to us and, you know, like you said, the fans are going to be in full voice. So let's just take all this negative energy and just pull it into an amazing performer to see us off into the frustrating <laughs> international break. But we can go there on the back of three points. Then this game is just like, you know, where we, we found character and we can just spin the narrative. Like you yeah. said, four games left in the Champions League. Um, we've got more than enough to see um, ourselves top of that group. So on that note, do remember again, guys, Canon Club Live on all your streaming platforms, podcasts, YouTube, check us out. Um, This has been our match review for RC Lens Lens, Lens 2, Arsenal Mm -hmm. 1. Unfortunately, our first defeat of the season, but hopefully we don't say that too much. Uh, My name's Paul and I've been here with my co-host Mex. Any any last words, my bro.
0: Come on, you gunners. Man City at home on Sunday. Big result.
1: You heard it there. Big result. Come on, you do this.
0: Boy, look at our tetra squad, we just got on a pitch and we set it off I used to just wanna get top four, but we're up now and I wanna lot more If we quit now, it was all for nothing They talk big, but we call them bluffing We kick ball, no more discussion This season's all or nothing Bukayo, that our boy, I told you that Saka's a star boy Tech time could